This is Creating Consciousness, a podcast reflecting back to you the energies of your subconscious through tarot, channeling, and spiritual guidance. I'm Rebecca Weirman, intuitive, spiritual coach, and energy worker. You found this podcast because it's the next step in your healing journey. Together, we will explore the depths of your subconscious to awaken and welcome this consciousness. Hello, Conscious Creators. Welcome back to another episode of Creating Consciousness. It's me, your host, Rebecca Weirman. And like always, I am so happy you are tuning in and showing up for your highest self. Today's episode is a rebroadcast of one of my favorite episodes. It's an episode where I tell you a very personal story about a very personal experience that I had. Some might call me crazy, others won't. I'll let you be the judge, but like, let's not judge because that's not what we're here for. We're trying to be better people. Anyway, why are we doing a rebroadcast? Well, because a lot of podcasters will rebroadcast episodes that perhaps didn't perform as expected, or perhaps they are recycling content. I'm going to be completely honest with you. We are rebroadcasting this episode on this day because I promised that I would rebroadcast this episode over the past weekend. And because my plate is so full and I have been running like a chicken with its head cut off, I completely forgot. I wanted this to be a Halloween like rebroadcast special episode in addition to the episode that my mom and I did together last week about our spooky experiences and Being in California, I was trying my best just to be present and enjoy it, but I was also working like crazy while I was there. Like, I worked so much. So I didn't really have a lot of time to just chill and be. I mean, I did take the afternoon one day to eat a couple mushrooms and just be by the ocean, which was great. That will be a story for another episode. But... I've been constantly working and constantly in the state of go, 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 because there's just so much going on. And I am so grateful for that. But what I've really had to come back to center and realize is that I'm saying yes to so many things that aren't currently aligned with me. So my challenge for myself this month is to start saying no. I saw a meme today, actually, that was saying November is actually no apostrophe vember. So start saying no, start using your voice, set those boundaries and really like set those expectations. So that's what I'm going to do. And I just have to work through everything that I've already said yes to. Perhaps there's a limiting belief that I need to work through because I could say no, I could pull out, but mm, that's for me to figure out, not for you. (laughs) But of course, as I do figure out that journey, I will be more than happy to share and just be transparent here on the podcast. But I really don't want to take up any more of your time just so you can get into the juiciness that is today's episode. I hope you enjoy. And of course, just before we dive in, I want to remind you that if you leave a five-star rating and review for this podcast wherever you're listening and you send me a screenshot of your five-star rating and review on Instagram at this consciousness or at creating consciousness pod, I will enter you to win the replay 
of my tarot for the shadow course. It is a four module course that teaches you all about how to read the tarot for your shadow work healing. So don't forget to leave your review and rating and to send me the screenshot of it so you can be entered. Now, without further ado, let's get in to this intergalactic craziness that we have in today's episode. What I'm about to tell you is a story that I haven't shared with many out of fear that people might think I'm crazy, but I feel you all know me well enough by now to know that I'm here to say fuck you to fear and conditionings. I'm here to show up as my most authentic self, and in order to do that, I have a duty to speak my truth regardless of what others might think. I know that so many of you have had experiences like the one I'm about to share, Perhaps you've even thought, what the fuck is happening while it was happening? Perhaps you've even thought to yourself that you were crazy. And I'm here to tell you, you're not crazy. What you saw and experienced was real. Today, I am sharing with you my alien encounter. This isn't my first, but it's the one I remember so vividly because it wasn't just the encounter. It was what happened after that really confirmed my experience and propelled me into a new state of consciousness. I have no plan on how I'm going to share this, and I'm definitely still in my head a bit, but I guess the only thing to do is to start telling you. So my family has a small home in Pacific Grove, California which is very closely located to the beautiful Carmel by the sea and Pebble Beach. And whenever I get the chance to go, I do. I love being by the water and there is something so different about the ocean along the central and northern coast of California. It just cleanses differently. But Whenever I'm there, it feels as if I have to consciously remind myself to ground, but like ground deeper than I ever have before. To put it simply, being by the ocean is where my intuition feels strongest. And it's interesting that as I'm saying this, spirit is showing me an ocean in Cape Town, South Africa, where I was born. So that's an interesting synchronicity that I'll have to dive deep into later on my own time. Perhaps being in Pacific Grove is like my coming home. Anyway, you get the point. When I'm in California, I'm intuitively tuned in to every little thing. My mom and I have this little ritual when we're in California together, where we eat at a restaurant in Carmel and walk the beautiful streets, shopping in all the gorgeous stores. But this time was a little different. I was going through a spiritual awakening. I'm a firm believer that we have many awakenings in our human and spiritual lives. For me, this was the awakening when I was shedding everything. A few years before, I was buying Louboutin shoes, Jimmy Choo's, designer everything. These were all things that I could afford, thank you legal salary, but they weren't things that I needed. I never felt fulfilled by having these material items. When this awakening was happening, I purged. I got rid of so many designer things that I no longer needed and that were truly just sitting in my closet. My mindset had shifted to conscious consumption, ethical sourcing, and the mentality that less truly is more. But 
just because I wasn't going to buy didn't mean I couldn't look and enjoy the beauty. I'm a Libra after all, and I love beautiful things or just beauty in general. And there's this one store in Carmel that carries a very weird vibration. It's like you go in and either everyone looks your way because you're carrying the newest designer bag that they all wish they had, or no one looks your way because you look like you can't afford anything in the store. It's weird and fucked up, but I still love going in regardless, even if they can't look my direction. Remember, I'm Libra, I love aesthetic, I love beauty, I will say that until I die. I walk into the store with my mom and notice this little old man sitting in a chair inside the store. And it was interesting because he almost looked like this old man that appeared to me in spirit when I was younger. So I was just incredibly drawn to him. The whole time I was looking around the store, I kept glancing back at him and he was just sitting there. He wasn't looking at a phone or anything, just really present. He was wearing this grayish brown suit and a fedora, and I think he had a newspaper that he wasn't reading. And he just sat there like he was waiting for something. And his energy read patient and loving, which made me even more intrigued. And I just like wanted to figure out this man's story. I looked around the rest of the store. We weren't in there for long. And as we were leaving the store, I looked over to him and smiled. And that's when everything changed. In the five seconds, I made direct eye contact with him and smiled. He was no longer the small old man. He had morphed into this blue bird-like creature, sort of like in the movie Avatar, but more bird-like. He went from being small to this tall figure with blue skin and blue feathers adorned with a feathery headdress. I could not believe what I was seeing. Saying it out loud right now sounds crazy, but this is what I saw. And no, I was not under the influence of anything. It was just pure magic. I walked out of the store shocked at what I had just seen. I looked to my mom and said, I think I just saw an alien. I explained to her what happened. She didn't really say much. She didn't see him. But I know she believed me. I texted my friend Natalie, who is my soul sister and fellow alien enthusiast, and she was so intrigued by the experience as we've had countless conversations about aliens before. So it did feel incredibly nice to be understood by two people I care about a lot. But I knew so many others wouldn't understand the way Nat and my mom did. So I just stayed quiet. And I remember the rest of the day, I was in such a daze. I kept rubbing my eyes as if I were trying to wake up from a dream, but rubbing my eyes made me feel like I was more in a dream because you know that feeling when you rub your eyes so hard and you like get transported to another dimension. That's what I was experiencing. But I wasn't in a dream. What I had seen was real. I didn't really ever talk about this alien encounter again or really even think about it. I just moved on with my life. It wasn't until three months later when this experience was brought back up again. 
and not by me. Every year, I treat myself to a psychic mediumship reading from my mentor. And by the way, she's fighting cancer at the moment, so if we could just take a moment right now to send her some love and healing, I know she would greatly appreciate it. I've also included a link to her GoFundMe in the show notes if you feel called to donating. Even $1 helps. Anyway, she begins the reading and starts spewing all this psychic information. I got to speak with my granddad, which is always so lovely. And then she says, Rebecca, I have a very interesting message coming through. Um, what do you know about the Blue Man Group? So I said, well, I'm wanting to go back to New York to visit some friends and maybe I should go see the Blue Man Group while I'm there. And she said, hmm, could it mean anything else? I responded, no, not that I'm aware of. And she said, okay, let's move on. And right as she said that, the memory of the encounter with this tall blue bird-like figure came flooding back to me and I said, Terry, hold on. This might sound weird, but a few months ago I saw a blue man, a bird-like figure. And she said, that's what I was waiting to hear. I get chills up and down my body when I talk about this and they are so strong right now. Terry went on to tell me that the being I had encountered was a blue avian, a ninth dimension being. She revealed that my starseed origins are perhaps even avian. I did so much research and meditation after this reading to really sit with this beautiful confirming message. It really helped me believe and trust that what I had seen and experienced was real. It also really sped up my spiritual journey. I began to trust in the unknown so much more than ever before. My relationship with spirit grew so much stronger, and I was no longer afraid of having an experience like this. And that's why the blue avian revealed itself to me, so that I could begin to trust again, so I could embrace the path that I am supposed to walk. But the story doesn't end there. A few months later, I'm in my intuitive development class with a phenomenal group of people, and we were working on transfigurations and red light cabinet readings. Transfigurations are when something will change shape or form, like the transfiguration of Jesus or Professor McGonagall turning herself into a cat in Harry Potter. And red light cabinet readings take transfigurations to a whole new level. They're a form of physical mediumship, which is my favorite form of mediumship, where you are in a small room, usually a makeshift cabinet, and red lights illuminate the space. It's super cool because ectoplasm will form over one's face to create an entirely new face that could appear as a deceased loved one or be presenting a past life that you have lived. This was the most fun I had ever had doing mediumship, and I was all the way in the back of the classroom just nailing every reading, and then it was my turn to step into the cabinet. My face morphed into my grandfather, someone said they saw an Egyptian priestess, another person said they saw an aboriginal man, and then my friend Summer, who I had never shared my story with, said, I see this big blue figure with feathers. 
And Terry said, I was waiting for someone to see that. And again, my alien experience flooded into my memory and I felt such deep confirmation and connection to my guides, my star family, and fellow classmates. These experiences, the initial encounter, the confirmation from Terry, and the cabinet reading are experiences that I will never forget. They keep me grounded in my practice and my profession. The whole time I've been sharing this story with you, my body has been vibrating and tingling like never before. And I know that this isn't some crazy abduction story, but it's so wonderful to be able to share this with you and show up as my authentic self. I understand that this might be a bit woo for some listeners, but it's Halloween. The veil is thin, so why the fuck not share it? I know some of you have experienced something similar, and if you have, let me know. Send me a message on Instagram at thisconsciousness. I would love to chat. So that's my story. But so much has happened since this episode aired. There are so many other things that I want to share that have like come out about this. But one of the things that really struck me as I was editing this episode and listening back through it was I had mentioned my mentor a couple times. And one of the times was when I mentioned she was battling cancer. I mentioned a GoFundMe link and all this stuff, and unfortunately, Terry has crossed on over to the other side. But the beautiful thing is that she was saying her goodbyes to us well before she passed. She was appearing to so many of us in our dreams. She was sending us signs. It was truly, truly beautiful. I'm even saying this now, and I can feel her here with me. Ooh, Rebecca, I'm clearly still grieving her loss, but I just know she walks with me and I know she's so proud of me and I know she is fulfilling her dream right now of being a guide for so many and she's one of mine too. She's a guide for so many people I know and I just want to take a moment here to just send healing out to our community. Just close your eyes if you're not driving and just visualize beautiful golden white light being sent over the collective and this rippling sort of energy. Mm, I feel it. It's so beautiful. Anyway, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And don't be afraid to share your alien encounters. I like to think that the world is slowly but surely starting to get to this point where they can be accepting and understand that people aren't crazy when they have these experiences. And I want you to know that if you have had one of these experiences, you are not crazy. What you saw was real. What you experienced was real. So start asking your guides, talking out loud to them for confirmation, for clarity, for more information. You've got this. I know you do. Of course, don't forget that I'm here whenever you need me. And 
remember, you are loved, you are supported, you are divinely guided, and you are creating consciousness. I'll be back next week with a new episode for you all. Until then, conscious creators.